Hello everyone, I'm your host Jazz Fitz and welcome to Chemi's Place. Today's topic is going to be on political ideologies. Now, what is political ideologies? It's really like a political standpoint of what you believe in and what social platforms you believe in and what what best flows your boat, you know. And the difference between like political ideologies and the economic and social platform platforms, I'm sorry. Um, are that you know, they hold different beliefs. Each ideology has their own way of viewing things and political parties mostly associate themselves with the people who are on the same page as them personally. Personally I align with social liberal because they want, you know, equality for all. They they want they want same sex marriage. They want, you know, abortion rights. They basically want everything to be equal to everyone else. Now, some examples of political ideologies are acronym, you know, authoritarianism, um, social liberal, you know, and each of them has their own different beliefs of what they consider more important and what they consider of way more important, like, you know, economic and social views, you know? Yeah. Now, the U.S. Constitution says that their major goals to promote life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And as I've been here, like in this country, and I've been living here for almost 18 years, personally, I don't believe that they have done any of that. There are many people who are struggling with their everyday lives. There isn't always a choice to speak up about anything due to the fear of being hurt or no one gives us that attention that we desire. You know, many lives are underrated due to not having a lot of money and not being considered as important, like as, you know, celebrities or big business owners or or you know people who travel the world and they promote on social media and stuff but there's the people who like keep to themselves and that they try to prosper in this hard economic and social life form but they can't because of so many boundaries and obstacles keeping them from doing what they really want in life even if they try their hardest so yeah basically the government has done anything to try to fix any of these problems that these people have the only thing like we can do as citizens like you know to change this is to speak our mind on any problem we do not agree with and keep fighting it to gain a response because it's not all guaranteed in return you can always fight for something you don't believe in but it doesn't mean you always going to get a response back no matter how many years how many trials how many times you fought for it it doesn't mean it's, it's it is not giving to us. If people don't believe in, people just gonna kick it to this curb. Like, hey, you don't matter. And especially like this racial group or this or this group who's who's showing their sexuality is not that important to them because it's not considered as like a dire situation. Uh, you know. Plus, not a lot of people speak up because they just want to say that like you uh, you can say like it's our fault as the people. But the government makes it hard for the people to speak for themselves, even though like, we have the First Amendment, you know, the freedom of speech. But even if we have the freedom of speech, it can still backfire on us, even though we have that right. It's like, if we speak up about it, then we're going to get like a big slam in the face, you know, and it's not right. Okay. But we should keep fighting for what is right in order to have the country we want and what we believe is right. Because if you don't fight, 
you know, our future generations will have, you know, problems with that in the long run. I would also like to include, like, you know, different key concepts of libertarianism, which I am. Now, libertarianism has individualism, individual rights, spontaneous order, the rule of law, limit to government, free markets, the virtue of production, natural harmony of interest, and peace. Now, now I'm going to explain each one means. So, yeah, okay. Now, unquote, libertarians see the individual as the basic unit of social analysis. Only individuals make choices and are responsible for their actions. Libertarian thought emphasizes the dignity of each individual, which entails both rights and responsibility. The progressive extension of dignity to more people, to women, to people different religions and different races is one of the great libertarian triumphs of the Western world. Now, this key concept really connects to virtue and freedom. This libertarianism connects to um, freedom because it's saying that people, you know, should be able to make their own decisions, make their own choices, and they should be held accountable for their actions held held that responsibility and it gives them you know that they can have their own religions and they can they can do whatever they want with other races and they can feel they can feel a different type of way because they're individually themselves you know and now I'm gonna go on to individual rights unquote because individuals are more agents they have a right to be secure in their life and liberty and property this this means that you know they they could do what they want with their life. They can do what they want with their freedom, and they can own any property they want. Nobody can't take them from it. Nobody can't take their life. Well, yeah, it's murder, but <laughs> uh, nobody can't take their freedom, and nobody can't take what they own because it's under their rights. Okay, these rights are not granted by the government or by society. They are inherent in the nature of human beings. Now, this means that the government cannot just give out rights to anyone like they can't choose who who gets this who gets this right it's automatically given to them because they are a human being and human beings deserve rights they not other human beings to tell them they don't know that they don't deserve these rights based off what what they believe in it is a like inuitly right that individuals enjoy the security of such rights the burden of ex- explanations should lie with those who would take rights away now Basically, this is saying that, like, you know, a person who takes away their rights have to explain the reason why they're trying to take away their rights because in the, it's, it's theirs and you can't take away from them because they're, it's their, they're human, you know. Okay, what's this subcutaneous order? A great, de- a great degree of order in society is necessary for individuals to survive and flourish. Okay, so basically, this is more the virtue. Uh, libertarians believe that they still have to be some type of order in order for like you know to be peace or something or people to survive but there's like not one person is feeding way more off on the other even though there are some cases when people feed off on another we know that indefinitely not majority of the people would uh, will um you know suffer from that because there's always that you know order that's in the system that one person that a person can't technically you know barrage a person in order to survive and able to like you know go out it's easy to like to assume that order must be imposed by a central authority 
the way we post order, like on a stamp collection or football team, like you know, the great insight of libertarian social analysis is that order in society arises spontaneously out of actions of thousands or millions of individuals who coordinate their actions with those of others in order to achieve their purposes on quote okay over human history we have gradually opted for more freedom and yet managed to develop a complex society with increased organization now over over history and over millions of thousands of years we have came up with a way to maintain you know order so everyone can have that sense of individuality and that they can do what they want. This with language, that's with law, that's with money, that's with markets. You know, they all ordered. They're all able to do something that they enjoy because there's that sense of there's that sense of spontaneous order. You know, and you know, civil society is on purpose, and uh, civil society itself it's not an organization does not have the purpose of its own. Now we are a society, but it's not technically an organization that. You know, uh, they only can control. Each person has, you know, their own way of controlling their own lives. So society in itself cannot control how someone, you know, in this effects. Like, okay. Now, in order to protect the rights of individuals, the government is very limited because, you know, the, the government can sometimes be corrupt and they can take advantage of, of the weaker people. And so in order to avoid those people's rights being taken away from them, the government does not have as much power as like as the state, like as the state, you know, like quote unquote from Laura Acton said, power tends to corrupt and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Thus, they want to divide and limit uh, power. That means especially to limit government generally through a written constitution enumerating and limiting the powers that people delegate to the government. So that means people people can like decrease the amount of power the government has through their through their force, like you know voting, or someone like the voting for state officials or the president or someone to work in the state of law or for people you know, like for mayors and everything. All right. They also um, agree in free markets where people can, you know, have their own choice in making businesses and exchanging anything and, you know, order to survive and make make money, you know. Another thing that libertarians um, love is the fact of peace. Now, throughout years of fighting and war, they realize that many families have lost Husbands, wives, children, people they cared and loved about. They also lost economic, um, a stable economic life. And they really promote having, you know, their peaceful lifestyle in order to have treaties with different countries in order to, to decrease their possibility of having, you like, you know, wars and something. So they like to have, you know, people being or like able to, you know, not participating in wars or nothing, not being not them being forced into it, and that you know if they do want to join the military, that they can, but it's not because they want to fight a war; it's once because they want to protect their families. So basically, like free men and women, of course, have often has to defend their own societies against foreign threats. But you know, like throughout history, war has usually been a common enemy of peaceful. So that basically means that morally, people of different countries fight because they want peace. So productive people on all sides are like are of the conflict. 
But yeah, so personally, I very much align with social libertarianism because it has way more of being on the people's side more than more so the government because, you know, the government can be corrupt. And I love to have people who are, like, in the government. I love to have a president who's, like, a liberal because, you know, they'll be more on our side. They can see from our viewpoint and not from, like, the power of, like, the government. And I would love to know what you guys think. I know I don't get much views, but, um, listeners, but I would love to, you know, get questions from you guys. Let me know, like, what, uh, political ideology do you must define with? And why do you think that? Like, do you disagree with, like, with my belief of being a libertarian? Is it too, is it, it's like, is it like giving too much freedom to the people and that the, to the point where they think they can run around in any way because they have their freedom or do you think we still should have like a strict order system now thank you guys for listening to me i appreciate it please tune in for the next time i post a podcast peace out mm-hmm.